From the Sweetwater Worship Community, this is the podcast. I'm Marvin Bland. To our microphones, Jonathan Pitts. Jonathan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Pastor Bland. Thank you so much for having uh, me on board with you this um, evening. And um, I just really appreciate this opportunity. Okay. So uh, as I do podcasts, I, I normally start with what I call an origin story so that uh, people who are listening can understand who you are and what you've been up to. So uh, I know that because we both grew up in the same neck of the woods and, and I'm, I'm very familiar with your family, but uh, let's kind of start off where you're from in uh, our neck of the woods, good old Jones County, Georgia. Okay, well, I actually grew up in Haddock, Georgia. Um, it's a small community in Jones County. Um, some people say it has one caution light, um, but um, it's a great town, a lot of wonderful people. And once I was about eight years old, we moved to Gray, uh, moved to the big city. Um, and there we just had great times, great memories, a lot of good friends, and um, just a really great community overall. So uh, we grew up in the same general area. You a little bit in Haddock. I'm in, in Gray or Clinton as as we call it as well. So we got to claim that too when, when we're claiming right. our places. Uh, and so uh, you, 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 we graduate from the same high school years apart. I'm, 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 I'm ancient, but so we, so you graduate from high school, Jones County high school. And then what did you do? So after graduating from high school, I went to Valdosta state university, um, graduated from there in 98 uh, with a bachelor's of science degree in health fitness. And um, from there, I got my first job working at um, Work Horizons as a part of the medical center at that time. The medical center of Central Georgia. Medical center of Central Georgia, yes, sir. As it was known as, uh, during that period of time. Exactly, because the name has changed at least twice since that time. I think it was like Navison, and now I think it's Adrian. Right. So physical therapy is your stock and trade or, 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 or the allied health services. Uh, tell me about what about that professional career that you, that you had there. So my career there wasn't particularly in physical therapy. It was more along the lines of um, maybe OSHA compliance um, and helping companies with a hearing conservation program, um, as well as um, work hardening and just a variety of things when it comes to helping the industrial athlete in the workforce. The industrial athlete in the workforce. Talk about that. Yes, sir. Um, so at Work Horizons at that time, we tried to, most of the people that came to our facility, they were hurt on the job. So we did our best to get that person back to work as quick as possible. And our owner, um, the manager at that time, he um, put together an industrial athlete approach. You have athletes, they work out, they train to get back on the practice field and the performance field on the field. But he wanted the industrial athlete, the industrial worker, to be able to get back to work and be productive. So he coined the token, the industrial athlete. That is an interesting uh, way of putting it, and I, and I think he and you are, are absolutely right. So you're still doing that type of work now? So right now, I'm ser currently serving as the director of client relations at Macon Occupational Medicine as the division of Piedmont Urgent Care by Wall Street. 
So what I'm doing now is making sure our clients are satisfied with the services that we provide, making sure they're informed of all the services that we provide. And if they have any issues, um, I'm normally that point person that they call upon and um, I'm going to get it fixed and get it right for them. All right, cool. Now, somewhere along the way after graduation, you, you, you meet a young lady, you get married. Hey, yes, sir. Um, while at Battles of State, I met my wife, Keisha Walker. Um, we dated my, maybe my junior and senior year while I was there, and I was able to get her to move from Jacksonville, Florida, to Great Georgia. So um, I think that's some true love to have a city girl move from Jacksonville, Florida, to a smaller town um, to follow me in. Thank God we've been married now, going on 21 years, and um, God is blessed with two wonderful kids. Um, Mackenzie, she's 16, and Jackson is eight. All right. So talk about your hankering for public service and your and your, your desire to kind of give back to the community. Uh, let's talk about how, how you started getting involved in that, and then we'll talk a little bit about your, your political career. Okay. Um, some people, for example, my wife, she ended up having a kidney disease. And we worked with the Georgia Transplant Foundation, and part of our journey was bringing awareness to um, kidney disease, the importance of having getting transplants for those that were in need, as well as raising money to help out with the uh, medical costs that was involved with um, going through that whole journey. Uh, we got involved in the community. The community is very great to us with the donations, the prayers, and kind words. And from there, um, I just never stopped. Um, I also had an opportunity to participate in the organization called Leadership Making. And I attribute a lot of that to me stepping out of my comfort zone. Uh, during that time, I would go to work, come home, and just spend time with the family. But after completing that class, I saw there were needs in the community. And um, they taught us that the need may be an elephant. But if all of us start taking small bites, then we eventually get that elephant down to a manageable size. Yeah, absolutely. When I lived in uh, middle Georgia, I, I participated in leadership making too many, many moons ago, and, and it's a great organization. So because of that, I guess you decided that you would run for the county commission in uh, Jones County. Talk about that. Um, yes, I had a great interest in politics and even serving um, on a greater level um, through some of my community service projects. We always had to go to the board of commissioners in order to get things approved and to get things you know, moved along. So I felt like serving in that role, I would have a great opportunity to make some things happen and try to advance our community. And uh, that season was great. Um, there's a number of things that was able to accomplish, and I thank God for it. And um, it's just wonderful. I really appreciate the people of Jones County for giving me that opportunity to serve them um, the eight years that I was able to serve them. Hi, this is Marvin Bland. So you're listening to this podcast, but are you a subscriber of this podcast? Being a podcast subscriber is simple. It means that every time that we produce a new episode, you'll get it with a notification right on your phone, tablet, other device like Alexa. Now, subscribing to our podcast is easy. Use Google and type in the podcast with Marvin Bland. That's the podcast. Let me spell that for you with M-A-R-B-E-N Bland, B-L-A-N-D. Now, what pops up next are several ways to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, and other platforms. So, don't miss a minute 
of sermons, interviews, and devotions. Subscribe to the podcast with Marvin Bland today. And so uh, you transition from elected politics to still being involved in the community. And right now you are doing something that's near and dear to my heart, financial literacy. So let's talk about that. Yes, sir. I've always had a passion for financial literacy. And while serving in the Board of Commissioners, I was busy with other areas and other projects. But now that that season's behind me, I can focus all my time and energy to the financial literacy that is much needed in our community. Um, it's through the JCOR Foundation. It's a nonprofit here in Jones County that's been helping people in the community over 15 years. Um, for years, we helped with food, clothing, rental assistance. But now we're just focusing on financial literacy because it's something that um, is not taught in the schools the way that it should be. And um, we've identified a need, and we're going to do our best to bring some attention to it and help out as many kids as possible. Wow, that that is really great and really significant. Uh, I would be remiss if we don't if we did not mention your parents. Uh, you come from a long line of educators and people who have been heavily involved in the community. Let's talk about them for a minute. Yes, and um, and but it says a good name is worth more than silver and gold. And I thank God for the barns and the pits um, names that's in this community that's made me um, the man that I am. Um, like I said, I come up from a family of educators. My grandfather was in construction, uh, but they've always been in the community, served the community, and given back to this community. And I'm just thankful that um, I'm able to do the same things that they did, you know, when they were coming up. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to zero in back in in this whole piece about financial literacy. Uh, why is it so important, and why do you think it's not being taught in schools? It is so important because, um, as I talk to people from time to time, we make financial decisions every day. And if you make one poor choice, it can follow you for three, five, maybe even seven years. And we want to make sure that people are presented the information so that when that time comes, that hopefully they'll make a wise choice. I tell a story about my $1,000 T-shirt. Um, while I was in college, um, there's a company there. You sign up right here, you get a credit card, you get a free T-shirt. And about three months down the road, I had a $1,000 balance on my credit card, and I can't tell you exactly what I bought. Um, I did tell my mom that, hey, look, it's just $10 a month. But I was only paying the interest and not knowing any better. Um, I would never pay that credit card debt off. And um, so from that was one of my first lessons. Another lesson was my mom would go shopping. And I was under the impression, hey, mom, just I want some shoes, write a check. And she always taught me, well, you got to have money in the bank to write a check. So taking all those lessons, I'm doing my best, along with all of our partners that's, that's members of J-Corps, to try to teach people those financial literacy lessons. And the good part about it, um, we're teaching them Bible lessons. We're using Crown Financial Ministries. Uh, one of the books that we're using is Managing Our Finances God's Way. Because you know as I do that the Bible has over 2,000 scriptures in there about money and possessions. And that's one thing that God wanted us to do was to manage our resources well so to be pleasing to him as well as our families. Amen. So let's get into the nuts and bolts a little bit. Uh, I'm with Jonathan Pitts, uh, who is, among other things, uh, doing financial literacy in Jones County, Georgia. How do you do it? How do you teach these classes? How do people sign up for these classes? Talk about how you 
interdict people about financial literacy and the levels in terms of ages that you uh, that you interact with? Okay, um, great. So currently at our church, we've done some lessons using the Crown Financial Ministries um, material. Um, April is Financial Literacy Month. So upcoming this upcoming April, we're going to be doing a presentation at the Jones County Library, A Journey to Financial Freedom. Um, it's going to be for adults. We're going to go to seven destinations of financial freedom, credit, homeownership, investment, basics, as well as insurance. And this summer, in June, we're going to partner with an organization called Wealthy Habits. Um, it's a group out of Atlanta during the week of June the 12th through the 16th. We're going to have kids from 11 to 8 years old, 18 years old, um, learn the lessons of earning, budgeting, credit, debt, stocks, bonds, investing in the rule of 72. And our goal from there is to start a Money Matters Club. Um, I think it's great to teach the kids that those lessons for one week, but we feel like you need to continue to reinforce those lessons that gonna, that's going to be taught. So our goal is to start this Money Matters Club here in Jones County, and our hope and prayer is that it'll serve as a pilot program to grow and expand into other regions throughout Middle Georgia. Absolutely. That is such a needed uh, operation, and I'm, I'm really glad you're doing it. So in our remaining moments here with Jonathan Pitts, uh, tell us how to find you, website, all, the, all that kind of contact information. Okay, so yes, please visit our website at www.jcorefoundation.org. Um, it has all of our contact information. You can also send us an email at the jcorefoundation at gmail.com. Um, please know we're looking forward to partnering with anybody that's interested in enhancing financial literacy throughout the middle Georgia region. All right. That is terrific. So um, as we come upon April, I would love to have you come back. And actually, when you are also uh, doing the uh, this summer, doing the financial literacy uh, things with the kids, I would love for you to come back and uh, talk about that as we uh, work to get folks uh, knowing a lot more about their finances. Yeah, listen, I would love to talk. I'm looking forward to April and sharing with you the progress that we're making and I'm hoping the, the wonderful impact we're making as well. All right. Well, Jonathan, again, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thank you so much for having me again. The podcast is a production of To The Point Theological Media in association with the Sweetwater Worship Community. The great team that produces podcasts includes Annie Ingram, Chandler Bland, and Erica Bland. Mel Bland is our executive producer with help from Cheryl Bland, Maurice Bland, and Vita Bland. MarvinBland.com is your home for content from the Sweetwater online worship community. There you will find sermons, blogs, training classes, and a whole lot more. I hope that you will check it out. I'm Marvin Bland, a leader with the Sweetwater online worship community. And until the next time we upload, blessings, peace, and love.